That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and my good friend and co-host is Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And um, have you done your weekly review? Uh, hi, James. I am doing pretty good today. It's a nice rainy Oregon day, so don't remind me, you know, when I start complaining about the cold, how I hated the hot, hot summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I have done my weekly review. I'm uh, taking a cue from our podcast where we discussed forecasting and, you know, some of the tips from your article and making sure to tag things in such a way that they, they show up in forecast. Um and I'm excited about using all those new features in OmniFocus. Um, on the inbox front, doing a little better, but still not at zero again. And that is, I have 89 messages in my inbox. I see. And, um, well, that's great. That's less than last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't done a weekly review because I did one on Monday, and we're recording this on Friday, so it hasn't been a week yet. Um, that also means my inbox has a little bit more than it will by the time I get to my weekly review. I got about 13 messages in there. Um, but uh, the week has been going going well, and um, I also have been using the forecast in OmniFocus 3, and uh, that's, been, that's been working out well. Um, so what we thought we would talk about today um, is a little bit about um, the software we use. Uh, I tend to, for the most part, use stuff that's built into iOS and the Mac. Gene seems to use more stuff that's uh, like third-party things. That, uh, and so we thought we'd talk a little bit about what we use and why and um, kind of the trade-offs. Yeah. Um, In fact, I had mentioned to you that I got a text right before we were recording from a friend who wants some help with some tech stuff. And um, I want to get back to him. But I, you know, I said, can I call you after the podcast? And then I thought, how am I going to remember to do that from uh, and not get too distracted with the podcast recording? And so I remembered that I had a little um, widget in in Alfred, you know, which is the, uh, I guess it's a launching app. It's, uh, um, I don't know what the the uh, category is, but like LaunchBar and Alfred are in it. And where it's called an egg timer, and it lets me, you know, very quickly just say, you know, set a timer for 20 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever, and also, I can say, you know, what the timer is for. So it's not required, but that's the syntax is like timer 20 and the the need for it. So then I, I felt very clever because I haven't used that in a while. I've, and I kind of forgot that I had it. Um, it's also nice for uh, doing stuff like Pomodoro um, work if you 
know that system where you set an egg timer or actually those little tomato timers is where mm. the name comes from <laughs> for 25 minutes is called a Pomodoro. And it's like a sprint of work. And then you take five minutes off at least, and then you do another 25 minutes. And so I find it's pretty helpful for that. Um, if I'm doing those, it's not my usual practice, but sometimes I just, it's like my brute forcing myself to get things done. Sometimes I just do those. So, yeah. So then I asked you, um, what you would do in that situation to remind yourself to get, um, back to something after we record. And you talk to that, that person who lives in your phone. That's right. Um, whose name shall not be mentioned for fear of us triggering everybody's iPhones and iPads and oh, Macs, potentially. That's true. <laughs> so We can so, spell her name, S-I-R-I. Yes. Um, yeah, and I would usually um, do that on my phone to set a a uh, a timer. It's kind of annoying to me that uh, you can't do that on your Mac directly. It's one yeah. of the things... I think if I don't say hey first, everything should be okay. It's one of the things Siri can't do yeah. on your Mac. Because um, obviously the Mac could not possibly be able to set a timer. That's I, way out of the league of a typical desktop or laptop. <laughs> it is. It's very baffling. I, I, I kind of forgot that until we started talking about that today. Like, why? Why would that be? But... That's what it is. I guess you're, you know, Apple's just assuming you've always got your phone and your watch and your iPad handy. So. Well, and I mean, also it it is the kind of that clock app on the on iOS that really mm. ends up holding the timers, and that app is not on the Mac. So um, maybe now that we're getting things like stocks and other things, uh, the news yeah. app on the on the Mac and Mojave, maybe we'll end up getting clocks and be able to set timers on our Mac in a year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, I think that that is one of the reasons that I like this um, egg timer function in Alfred is that you can set multiple timers and you can also create um, kind of default timers so you don't always have to say you know, to your phone, talk to your phone and, and, and say, set a timer for 20 minutes, you know, you just two clicks and you're done. Um, and you don't always want to talk to you out loud to stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's very true. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a downside of, of voice, you know, controlled things like that. Um, so I think that for me, I mean, for me, that, that bit of functionality is worth it because I could set multiple timers and I could also um, say what the timer is for, mm -hmm. which I, I definitely have set timers where I didn't say what it was for, but I knew I would remember when it went off. But I usually don't remember for the first like second or so. And I think, why is my, my timer going off? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I meant to turn off, you know, the gas grill at, you know, 15 minutes and and so I like being able to to label the timer um, very easily. Yeah, I've never really 
gotten into using anything like Alfred or LaunchBar. Mm-hmm. I pretty much just use uh, Spotlight as built in for launching apps and finding stuff. Um, I find for the most part, the main exceptions being OmniFocus and now um, Reader um, for RSS feeds. I pretty mm-hmm. much use all the built-in stuff on uh, that Apple gives me. And mm-hmm. usually it's enough for my needs and I'm not kind of wishing that I had something. Like even even talking about the wonders of setting a timer, I'm like, well... It doesn't come up that much for me that it would it would entice me to install mm-hmm. Alfred and then an egg timer plugin just to get that functionality. Um right. and I think part of that is just from my time working in engineering at Apple when we'd be working on new OS releases you'd get like you'd need to reinstall a new build like every very frequently could be mm-hmm. daily. It could be every couple of days. And then once you install the new build, you have to set everything up. Right. And so the more custom stuff you were doing, the longer that would take. So I think just doing that for a number of years kind of got me in the habit of accepting the default in most cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that as as what we were uh just getting into the subject, it occurred to me that working at Apple would make you less likely to go to third-party apps unless you really, you know, needed them. Um, because for one thing, you're you're at Apple, right? So <laughs> you want to use their their tools. And I mean, I would, I think, you know, want to mm-hmm. want to at least uh, use them if I could. And and then you're also at Apple where people know all the tricks on how to use them. So you, you would, you know, find your, your work, uh, your work community to be, you know, self reinforcing of using the tools that Apple makes versus third party tools. Or maybe that used to be true before all the third party developers started going to Apple (laughs) to work. (laughs) That has happened a lot. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I use, yeah, mail, calendar, notes, um, built-in spotlight, really the areas where um, OmniFocus as opposed to using, say, the Reminders app is yeah. probably one of the biggest third-party tools that I use that there is a solution that Apple has that ships with with the operating system, but I don't use it. Um, but again, that's because, I, you know, there's I wanted a lot more functionality than I than I got in Reminders. Even though Reminders is a it's actually a pretty full featured app. Yeah. You have location based reminders, time based reminders, you can make different to do lists and so it's 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 not too shabby on its own. It's just No, that's true. That's true. Well, here's another thing that I use Alfred for all the time. Um and I'm curious how you uh, manage this is for for a like a full featured clipboard manager um, so that I have you know anything I I paste to the clipboard um, stays there you know and I can find it very easily instead of the built-in clipboard which 
at least last I checked, which is a long time ago now, you could only have one thing on the clipboard at a time. Um, yeah, it, I think the way I handle that is that uh, every four to six weeks when I accidentally lose something I had on the clipboard and then I curse out loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, mm. um, so I think, I think that's how I handle it. Um, yeah, I've never, which, well, I don't know if it's interesting, but, um, one of the things <laughs> I worked on when I was doing engineering at Apple, um, was the Mac, uh, pasteboard or clipboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very familiar with how, how it works on its own. Um, I've never, maybe it's just because you've Ever since I started using the Mac in like 1986, there's always been one thing on the clipboard that mm-hmm. I think I just, for the most part, just have my workflows just assume that's the case. So I don't know. It just never, it very seldom seems to come up except for occasionally where i'm like oh i meant to paste that before i copied something else but yeah. it would be nice to at least have like maybe a one or two item history um yeah i could see that yeah i mean i'm just just looking at my clipboard history now cuz i remember you know like what i end up doing is uh um you know say i copy the url of something that i want to put into say a micro dot blog post and then I realize, oh, I also want to copy, you know, the person you know, somebody's home page and I put that in, but I haven't pasted that in, you know, and I'll have two or three like that I keep rolling between. Mm-hmm. And uh so and it's I it's very easy. I mean it's the way I think that the interface, the user experience of Alfred for clipboard management is is um super easy you just you set a keyboard um command to show your snippets and then uh then you can either um the and the last one is the one that's highlighted and you could just hit return and that would go in but you can also you could use the arrow keys or you could use hot keys you know they have them numbered um so if it was something way down on the clipboard like you could do command 7 and it would paste that in mm-hmm. and so i just uh, yeah, I, I I guess I have forgotten what it was like to have just one <laughs> history of one. <laughs> and I think, I mean, as I'm thinking about it more, like if I'm in that situation where there's a few things that I kind of want to incorporate into something, I'll usually just go to notes and paste the thing and then go get the other. Yeah. And I'll kind of just assemble something in a notes uh, note. Um, mm-hmm. And... Then the other thing, I mean, I also do, like, I do wacky stuff, like, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever, like, been writing something, and there's, like, maybe a sentence that you really like in what Mm -hmm. you've written now, but, uh, like, you really want to go back to what you had before, (laughs) so you want to undo, but you still want to have that thing that you just wrote. Because that's a really good sentence you want to use with what you had like five undos ago. 
So I'll take the thing and I'll cut it so it's on the clipboard and then I'll undo and then do the paste and because otherwise it'll get undone. And I don't know. I, I just seem to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's useful at all, but. Um, <laughs> well, it's just, just, you know, say it's doable. Um, but uh, I feel like the next time I see you in person, I'm going to see if I can get you to try something like a clipboard manager. It doesn't have to be this one, but uh, on the other hand, I, I admire your, you know, your purity of using the built-in tools. <laughs> so I don't know if, I don't know if I'd be doing you a favor uh, by doing that. So. Well, I think um, for me also, it's just, if the, if the built-in thing seems to be meeting my needs, then uh, it it just strikes me that I might as well just use the thing that's already there. Um, mm-hmm. But then if it isn't, then I'll try something else. Um, so I think even with a clipboard manager, like it's over the years, it's never gotten to the threshold where I've thought, oh, you know, what I really need is a clipboard manager. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, clearly I can see how, how that would be useful. Yeah. Um, but then it's, you know, it's another thing that potentially the developer stops developing it or the, you know, yeah. a new OS release comes out and they needed to update something, but they didn't. And um, mm-hmm. so at least for me also kind of the built-in stuff, usually there's hopefully uh, a higher chance that moving from one release to another over the years, things will kind of be a smooth transition. Um mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, well, it's either reducing external dependencies or it's putting all your eggs in one basket, depending on how you want to look at it. (laughs) Well, you know, for a basket to put your eggs in, you could do worse than the apple basket. (laughs) That's true. The eggs in the apple basket. That doesn't sound like a, a good metaphor or a metaphor gone awry. Anyway, well... Uh, another one that you and I have talked about, um, that you are a user of the built-in calendar, and I am not. I'm on my second third-party calendar since I switched away from iCal, now called Calendar. And I was looking over somebody's shoulder the other day who was using Calendar. I guess it was my, my sister was here visiting, and I thought, I, I just don't like that that interface anymore you know mm-hmm. and it's interesting how you get a, you get away from something and then it it um you and you get used to something else and if you like what you have you yeah i don't think i could go back to calendar um even if i wasn't really using any features in the in fantastic cal which i'm using right now yeah there were a co- there was a time there where i think there was some oddities like even on the Mac you have this big wide screen but you you had to look at your the list of calendars and a pop over. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I have all this vertical uh, horizontal space, why why can't I just look at everything at once? Um but they've put it back to be like that. Um I f- I also find that largely I don't want to say that I don't care about user interface because that's not true <laughs> at all. Um, but I seem to be fairly accommodating most of the time. Mm 
it's pretty rare when like a new user interface to something where they've, you know, move things around a bunch, like really gives me like this bad visceral reaction. Um, mm-hmm. But when it does happen, it happens like really, really strongly. Um, so I'm like very easygoing with user interface changes, it seems, except in very like sometimes it'll just strike me and I'll be like, oh, I can't stand this. Um <laughs> But that doesn't happen very often. But when it does, it's it's pretty powerful. Um, but for the most part, yeah, that hasn't struck me really on any of the built-in stuff. So um, the worst one was calendar for a while there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just used to the way it shows, uh, the way that Fantastical, you know, shows you your calendar – um, in like two ways of of like you know a grid with you excuse me um, a grid with with items in it and then a list with the items in it you know in chronological order of mm-hmm. course and so so that you can parse a whole day like now when I look at calendar I feel like I look in one of those boxes and it's like it's hard for me to um parse the whole day without like, you know, clicking on one of the items, like double clicking on it or whatever to make it pop over a window. Anyway, it's, um, it's interesting. Uh, and I, I totally, you know, I think I agree, like, this is a really good case of where your life's probably more simple using <laughs> calendar because it's on everything. And, um, but, you know, that's, I, I've gotten spoiled. Uh, actually, speaking of calendars, so are your calendars? I know you have uh, iCloud mm-hmm. using iCloud for the back end of your calendar. Um, do you have calendars? Do you have other? Are you also using Google Calendar for anything? At the moment, I'm not. Um, when mm-hmm. I was uh, working at Up There, we had Google for the calendar, so I kind of incorporated that as well because um, mm-hmm. you can add that account. You know, you can add additional yeah. accounts. Um, and that worked for the most part. Um, but, yeah, for the uh, at the moment, I tend to try to keep things as simple as possible. So if I don't need a second account, mm-hmm. I, there's, I'm not going to use one. Um mm-hmm. I even find at the moment I have way too many calendars within the account um, that mm. I need to kind of go through and and kind of call those. Um, the other thing, maybe um, maybe it's odd. I I always just use month view. Like I never mm-hmm. look at an individual day or week because um, I. No. Like, it's not like I have, like, 30 things going on on a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually, like, month view will hold, like, five or six things. And I don't usually have that many appointments. Um, yeah. So I can pretty much see everything for an entire week or the whole month uh, really quickly in month view. Um, I know there are some folks who have, like, their days are just meeting after meeting after meeting. Um, and I'm, 
and so something like Week View or Day View makes a lot more sense. But um, for the most part, I don't have I don't have I don't have that much going on. Um, <laughs> should yeah. I say my days are flexible? Um, yeah, I um, I did set up. Uh, well, I I mean this isn't creating a different account, um, but I did make a an extra iCloud calendar for what I was calling optional um, things. Mm. So things that I could miss if something else came up or things that I wouldn't have to rush home for if somehow, you know, I, and th- those are more like, uh, I think I talked about it in an earlier podcast, like the free car washes on Friday afternoons um, for Lyft drivers which I managed to not get a single one because there was never a time when I felt like driving, you know, three, four Mm -hmm. miles to get a car wash for free um, in the middle of the afternoon. Um, But I, I think I I talked about the, the service when works and when works is how I schedule guests for the micro Monday podcast. And it's, a service that looks at your calendar and determines when you're available. And that's when I started to realize that I put things in my calendar in spots where I'm really available if need be. Um, And so I created a calendar uh, called optional and moved all of those things to, um, to that optional calendar and then told WinWorks to ignore that calendar, you know, and only look at my main calendar for uh for when I'm available or when I'm busy. So I think definitely you could get, um, you can, um, you, we could get too granular in calendars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, um, and uh, also if there's organizations that, you know, have a calendar they want you to use like Gmail or G, you know, Google calendar. Um, so for app camp for girls, we have calendars that we shared Um but uh, yeah, the le- the fewer of those that I have, the happier I am. So, um, what else, James? What else do you what, what? Tell us more about your your minimalist. It's not minimalist, but it's your uh, your your clean use of of built in apps versus my my kind of messy use of uh, overlapping third party apps. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's much. Much more to say yeah. about it. It just yeah. I use the uh, pretty much. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm using Safari, Mail, yeah. Calendar, Contacts, Notes, Maps, Messages, Numbers, Pages, Keynotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I should look at my folder. Well, I, I thought it was interesting, you know, because you did, you know, start using Reader. Um, for the RSS feeds, and isn't there some functionality for RSS built into Safari? I think there was, and it's no longer there. Oh. Um, if I recall correctly, um, yeah, I think that I mean, I think they did try to incorporate uh, RSS into Safari a while, like a number of versions back, like maybe mm-hmm. five years ago, like a long while ago. And then mm-hmm. I think they took it out, if I recall yeah. correctly. 
Yeah, that could be ancient, ancient feature history. Um, and also, it would not have, uh, it wouldn't have the cool uh, feed bin features that we talked about, which would be like sending email subscriptions there and what have you. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say that the the for me the it's really when the built-in tool doesn't seem to meet my needs or there's some functionality that seems like it's has the potential to really affect my productivity in a good way then um then I'll try something else um mm-hmm. but that doesn't seem to come up that often <laughs> apparently <laughs> well that's cool um, um I think we've actually hit about our time limit for a for a podcast. Okay. Um I don't know if is there anything else you any other topics you wanted to bring up? No, I think that covers it for me today. Well, in that case, it's probably time to wrap up this episode so we can get back to getting things done and using our built-in or third-party apps. Um <laughs> Well, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, we're at The Weekly Review, and on Twitter, at Weekly Review FM. It would be great if you would rate or review the podcast. It helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us, and we always just smile whenever we hear from you. Um, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all In the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah The Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming back to you The Weekly Review, yeah The Weekly Review Should check it out So we-